everybody welcome back to jill's journal we're on episode four and i have been absolutely loving doing these episodes for you guys and sometimes when i add things to my plate i i get overwhelmed like i get excited about it because it's an adhd thing i get excited about it and i'm all gung-ho about it but then i feel like it's like really adding to my plate i used to do this with like plans with people I would be in a very like high vibe excited highly emotional state like almost like a I don't want to call it like manic but that's what it kind of would feel like um and I would be so excited and I would make all these plans and then when I would come back down to normalcy I would be like um I really wish I didn't make those plans (laughs) or I would be like I was such a people pleaser and I still kind of am I'm I'm like a recovering people pleaser um and I would be like yeah I'll totally do that for you like I would go above and beyond for someone and I would feel myself doing it and then I would be like why the fuck did I agree to that you know what I mean because I think I was talking about this on an episode um before but we we create the culture right like we create the culture of like how people treat us and and like how we show up in our own energy and what we do and what we say um so people pleasers I get it that it's really hard to um to stop that behavior because people begin to expect it of you right so I'm right there with you I really want to celebrate that I've sold if I were to hold on let me look my kdp I'm literally going to do this in real time with you guys because we don't edit this we don't edit the podcast okay where can I see it orders okay so I have sold officially 56 books which is amazing and if you have no idea what I'm talking about I wrote a book about overcoming imposter syndrome and stepping into your worthiness it's called you're not special you can get it all over Amazon in whatever country you're in whether you're in the UK or whether you're in Australia or the US or Canada it doesn't matter um you will have it on your Amazon platform for your country um and there's also a Kindle version so you can do that as well and you know what guys you know that I am doing well with perfectionism because I've had to like make some like changes to the cover I had like a very glossy cover before but I realized that I don't want the cover to be glossy I want it to be matte so I fixed that I had to email the guy that formatted the book so he could fix some of the chapters and how they looked so I've been doing a lot of changes but people have been buying it as I released it on like Sunday and don't get me wrong all the words are still there it's the exact same book um, but I've just had to tweak it and my perfectionism has come out in terms of being like but they're not getting the perfect final version and it's all perfect because it's all the same words everything's the same it's all good um but I'm just celebrating that I've sold 56 copies of my book already that is so fucking amazing and it's so awesome that I just get to talk about it and people get to buy it I've even been doing this um TikTok thing where I read like a short little bit from one of the chapters I just like open it up to a random page and somebody commented and they were like this is so cool where can I get this book so that's just to say that content and showing up um it doesn't 
yield immediate results for everything, but like I'm definitely starting to see that compound effect on TikToky. So um, I'm not saying you have to get over on TikTok, but it is a very fast growing platform. So I would say that you can just go over there and check it out. I literally posted like a ton in the summer of 2020 and then I like stopped doing it. So I really only started it up again, but I only had like 100 followers or 60 or something and it just has really grown. And now I have almost 3000 on TikTok, which is so cool. So I also wanted to talk about because I went live. Oh, guys, guys, I'm hyper fixating. I'm hyper fixating on fucking divergent. <laughs> If you don't know what that is, it is a movie. Um, it is a movie series. It is also a book series, which I started. Um, and I'm a very fast reader. And I don't say that to be like, I'm a fast reader. Blah, blah, blah. But like, I can read really fast. Um, and I read the first Divergent book and the second book. Um, and then I saw some spoilers on TikTok about the book series. Now I'm pissed and I don't want to finish it. So anyways... Netflix released Divergent um, on Netflix duh, on June 1st. So it released the three movies. And did you know that they were supposed to do a fourth movie, but the movies weren't doing well? Like the first movie did really well, but I guess as the series went on, they didn't do as well. Um, and they actually just stopped production for the fourth movie, which is so sad. But anyways, so... Um, I watched all three of them and I never know when I'm about to go into a hyperfixation. but once I do I'm like oh shit like here we go like I'm researching the actors I am totally shipping fucking shit yeah uh, Aileen and Theo Theo James is so hot like I am hyper fixating on Divergent and they're just good movies like I like them and it was like a perfect chemistry between Shailene Woodley and Theo James like they have really good chemistry and I, I am a sucker for a good like ro romance and there's action and all this stuff and I just I got hooked it was like me with fucking Outer Banks last summer I got hooked on Outer Banks last summer and I was obsessed I watched it so many times like so many times me and Larissa I hunger sister we binged um the second season at the day it came out we we watched the whole season for the whole day I think it was like July 29th or something like that but oh my god when I hyper fixate I go hard so anyways but I just wanted to say how like divergent is such a parallel to the coaching industry and I was on Instagram live talking about this because I just needed to like get it out and it's so interesting because Divergent is about a girl who has a different brain. And, you know, we talk about me being ADHD and having a neurodivergent brain and hers is the same. But they live in this, like, dystopian reality where there was a war. And then after the war, to keep the peace, they're all separated into these things called factions and their communities um and they're all supposed to like do their part in society stay within their faction all that shit but when you're 16 you take an aptitude test and it tells you what faction you belong to but you can decide what 
action you would like to be a part of. So Triss, the main character, um, she doesn't get an accurate result. And also, spoiler alert if you're if if you haven't seen them, okay, just so you know. Um, but she gets this like very inconclusive aptitude result which means that she's divergent but the society tells the people that people who are divergent are bad like they have different functioning brains and basically it's a means of like control you know what I mean because if your brain is different than everybody else's brain they're afraid that you're gonna rebel do something different you're not gonna listen etc so they say that it's bad to be divergent so in the beginning when Tris finds out she's divergent um she's like fuck I don't I do not want to be divergent I like like I need to be like everybody else etc but the parallel that that I drew with this and the coaching industry is like that's how we feel when we come into the space we come into the space and we're like um we're like I don't want to be different like you subconsciously have those thoughts because you don't want to be different if you're different it means that you stand out and our primitive brains just like in this dystopian reality um, know that if we're different, we're going to die. Like in the movie and in the books, they say like they're actually starting to hunt the divergent. So you would literally be separated from the pack and you would die, right? So, and that's how it used to be hundreds and hundreds of years ago. Um, and that part of our brain hasn't really evolved past being afraid of things that are physical, but now it's more so like, risk to our character risk to our belonging risk to receiving love and when we go into the coaching space being seen as an expert and and saying your opinions and and putting yourself out there requires risk it requires emotional risk it requires you to talk about yourself and brag about yourself and talk about all the things you know and how you can help people it is a complete shift from what you're probably used to um and the false narrative is that you will be outcasted right like the false narrative in your brain is that you will be outcasted that you will be different that people are not gonna like you but that is honestly never the case I find when I take emotional risk when I'm honest when I say the words that I want to say when I swear like a sailor when I am too to the point people gravitate towards me people absolutely love me and they want to hear more from me because I am being authentic I'm being true to myself and I'm not saying that you need to swear I'm not saying that you need to do anything that doesn't feel like you you don't need to be controversial if you're personality is not controversial but if you feel like you are holding yourself back if you feel like you are watering yourself down to be liked and I have a podcast episode coming about sales and like 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 being driven by validation right um when you are doing that that is a big problem and it is going to affect your sales and your marketing and you need to know that like your brain and what you know and like think about how cool it is that you are completely different from me 
you have a, a, an entire life worth of experiences and education and client results or working in social work or doing whatever you do and it all has come together to create such a unique human being that is you and your coaching business needs to be a reflection of that you don't need to copy anybody else you need to instead tap into yourself and realize that you have so much to offer and that you are special you are I know that I called the book you're not special but if you read it you'll know that what I mean is that you aren't special and the universe isn't going to punish you or keep things from you Um, you are just as deserving and and worthy as the next person right and but you are so unique in in who you are and what you are made up of um and that is not something to be afraid of and it is not something that is going to outcast you it is going to blow your business up so when i saw those two parallels i was like damn this is really like an example of like back in the day back in the early early days of civilization where like yeah if you were different from the pack you were outcasted you were isolated you probably died like it was not safe for you to do that but it is safe for you to do that now it is safe for you to be seen as a leader and step into your most worthy self to step into your expert self um and another thing was um during the aptitude test um the so chris had to do like all these different kinds of simulations where she would be in a room with like all of her fears and she had to face them and fight back and all this stuff and that's how they discovered that she was divergent because she was doing things differently than everyone else would do things in their own fear simulations right so she was doing things differently but something that she did in a fear simulation was she was telling herself it's not real like she she had the capacity to to tell herself that it was not real that she was in a simulation that it was not real and that's what you need to do with your negative thoughts that's what you need to do with the thoughts of I'm not good enough and I can't do that and I'm not capable and things aren't going to work for me it's not real your thoughts are not real right like your thoughts are not real and your limitations i dare i say that a lot of the limitations in your mind like the imposter syndrome and the fear and the procrastination and the perfectionism those things all feel very real to you because they are patterns that you are used to running but they actually aren't real you are able to break through the simulation and you are in charge you are in charge and you get to decide what holds you back and what moves you forward right and everybody that's listening to this podcast especially if you are neurodivergent like you you have special skills and you have things that other people don't you have skills and experience that I don't fucking have but the only thing that I have is I have fucking tenaciousness I have I'm relentless I I never give up I'm courageous um and I love myself I support myself I believe in myself 
those are the only differences. If you don't have the results that you want, you have to be tenacious in how you keep going and how you keep showing up for yourself, right? And any evidence, any physical evidence, just like in the fear simulation in the movie, even though it is so tangible that you can touch the current results in your life, that doesn't have to be your reality. You can always create something new and you can always be a different version of yourself if that's what you decide. That was super empowering. (laughs) But that's what I got from watching the Divergent um, series like a hundred fucking times in the last week. Oh, sometimes it is good to be hyper fixated, is it not? And oh, also, I just want to say that I used to shame myself so bad for being hyper fixated and people used to shame me as well. Like I remember um, going to a convention for One Tree Hill um, and I I would upload all my pictures on Facebook when I would get home from the convention, like all my pictures with the actors and stuff like that. And I actually had a really close friend, like kind of like make fun of me. And she was like, you don't have to do that. Like you don't have to keep like uploading these pictures. And I felt ashamed. I felt bad about myself. I felt bad that I, I was, it was almost like I felt kind of stupid and childish but now I just know that this is how my brain is and I just enjoy these things they bring me joy like I've been relaxing watching the divergent movies getting my work done in between I'm doing a lot of stuff for the from imposter to empowered launch which is coming up soon um in July and I've just been working because I enjoy working but also I've been like relaxing and eating popcorn and watching the movies and getting invested and going on YouTube and looking at the cast interviews and it's just fun it's something that I enjoy doing you know what I mean um so shame shame's a bitch and we're gonna be talking about that also on a future podcast episode what else do I want to talk about today I have some notes here okay so the last thing I want to talk about last thing I want to talk about is oh god I have some water here and I'm starving because I have not eaten today, but I should. It is Sunday, June 12th when you're listening to this. Um, and I'm actually going to be working on my vision book. So one of my coaches, her name's Stevie Wright. Um, I just wrapped up a group coaching with her. Um, she did this reel where she had this like vision book and she actually would print off the pictures from Pinterest that she would pin and all these holes and all this stuff and she has this book and she flips through the book and I was like "Ooh, I need to do that because I need to see things and like touch them and see them to like really be able to think about them like coming into reality so I bought this beautiful book I I just happened to be at the mall and I was like I'm gonna go to chapters and see if they have one and this book is beautiful like it looks like clouds like I'll have to show you on Instagram um but it is so beautiful and on the front it says dare to dream and I was like this is perfect like this is the perfect book so I'm excited to print those pictures off tonight last night I did a little Pinterest pinning and it's gonna be goals for the rest of the year and clients that I'm calling in and um trips I'm taking all that stuff um so I'm really excited about that but my point was 
what I was going to talk to you guys about today is I was on Instagram stories on Friday after I got off the Peloton and I was talking about how like this simple shift could actually be really affecting how you're showing up and it's viewing your audience in a disempowering way. And what I mean by that is when you go to show up, what are you thinking about the people who are watching? You know, like we talk a lot about what are you thinking about yourself? How do you feel? What do you believe about yourself? What do you think? But also, I think we need to turn our eyes to what do I think other people are thinking about me? Like specifically the people who are watching my stories who could potentially be working with me. You know what I mean? Like what do they think? And you will be surprised to know, actually, it isn't surprising, but like you will realize that you have thoughts of like, they can't afford this. They think that I'm doing a bad job. Um, They think I'm ridiculous. You know what I mean? Like, are you viewing your clients or your potential clients, sorry, and like your audience in a disempowering way because if you are that is going to affect the energy as to how you show up like your brain is so predisposed to negativity you know this your brain is so predisposed to judgment and sometimes we don't realize that we are projecting what we think about ourselves and our services onto our audience where we literally convince ourselves that that the people looking at our Instagram stories um, don't like us or or they don't want our services or they think that we're stupid or whatever it is. But of course, it is always a reflection of you and what you think about yourself and your services, right? So that's where the work is. But, but this tiny hack in instead is also to think about your audience in an empowering way to look at them and see their faces on your Instagram stories and be like oh my god look at all these people here to support me and who are excited that I'm showing up it's so hot in here um who who are hanging on to my every word you know and I also want to say too if you are one of those fucking people who is like people aren't watching my stories Jill no one cares no engagement all this stuff my last three one-to-one clients I have not even noticed that they were on my stories and I look at who views my stories um and they I was like fuck I didn't even know I had no idea I had no idea that these clients weren't even super consuming my content I had one of them say how she was like a big consumer of the podcast but like I had two others who I'm like, I didn't even know that like you guys existed. It was so crazy. Um, And it helped me realize and it helped me realize for you as well that like people are always watching whether you know this or not. You are probably, yes, you're the smartest peach. Like, you know, everything, you know, who's watching, you know, who's engaging, you know, Um, but you don't actually know because there are so many people out there who have soulmate client contracts with you who are 
meant to work with you and you don't even know about them yet. And I need you to sink into that. I need you to sink into the fact that you have followers, you have people like the Think about if all of your followers were in a room, that would be a lot of fucking people, right? Um, and you just need to realize that is like your work cannot be contingent on who's watching and how many people are watching and you can't think that you need to speak directly to one person, you know what I mean? Um, in terms of your thoughts about your clients and your audience are going to impact how you show up. It's going to impact your energy. So don't fucking waste your time being like, well, nobody's watching. Nobody cares because you don't even realize who is out there that is that has a soulmate client contract with you and they are on their way. All right. Okay. This has been long enough. I love you guys so much and get excited for the rest of the podcast episodes coming for this month and coming for July um the from imposter to empowered program is coming back this is a 16 week group coaching program where I help you overcome imposter syndrome and all the fucking mindset blocks and limitations that are stopping you from signing clients and actually having a profitable coaching business this program is going to change your life I am so excited and the waitlist for that drops it dropped yesterday it dropped yesterday because when you're listening to this I am recording it on Sunday, but you are listening to this on Thursday and it has dropped. So I will leave it here for you to sign up for the waitlist. You'll get a couple emails, um, but you'll, you'll stay on top of your game in terms of the program. You'll know what's coming and you'll get $111 off your investment if you join within the first five days. I'm so fucking excited. I'm so excited. Okay. I love you guys so, 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 so much. And I will see you next time.